0: Just when I thought it wasn't getting no sicker, I woke up one morning and heard this weird ass motherfucker talking out the side of his neck. Me and all my peoples, we always thought he was straight. Influential motherfucker when it came to the business. But now, since we know how you really feel, it's how we feel. Fuck Donald Trump. Yes sir yeah,
1: Fuck Donald, Trump. Yeah, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, This is yeah, what Donald I'm on Donald today. Yeah, fuck Donald Trump.
0: Hey 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 yeah, fuck Donald Trump Yeah yeah fuck Donald Trump Yeah I like white folks but I don't like you I don't you. like you the in the hood wanna fight you Surprising nation of Islam and try to find you. i am been riding out at it. No, what's up? Home of the keep riding when I'm killing fun. Black your Well, I'm ready to go right now. Your racist ass did too much. I'm about to turn Black Panther. Don't let Donald Trump win. This nigga gotta go! This nigga gotta go! No, we can't be a slave for him. You got me appreciating. I'm a way more. Hey, Donald. When it follows, you gave us your reasons to be president, but we hate Fucked out, Trump Fucked out, Trump Yeah, nigga, fucked out, Trump I don't like your way, yeah, Fuck down Trump no, we'll
2: Do it live, fuck it Do it live
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 39 of the Bronx Bias Podcast, I am your host, my name is Denzel, a.k.a. Harry Potter, a.k.a. DeBron James, back like Jordan wearing the faux five. I want to start by saying thank you to everyone who tunes in, who likes, who subscribes, who shares, and who supports. Thank you to everyone who is active and engaging on the social media platforms. I truly, truly, truly appreciate all the love and all of the support I receive from y'all. Thank you to all the essential workers out there, and thank you to all the people out here continuously using their voices to affect change in a positive way. We always, 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 always have to start the shows with the thank yous. The thank yous are very, very, very important, and it's a great day today. It's Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I hope everyone has a great great holiday today. I'm recording this early on Saturday morning Halloween. Um, it's always a fun holiday you know for the kids and for people who want to you know just dress up and everything. Just be safe out there guys. Just be safe. You know COVID is still COVID. Don't go crazy. Don't go too crazy. It's cool to put on your costume and everything. Just be safe and we all gonna have a great holiday. Um, and I'm in a great Great, fantastic, amazing, amazing, amazing move. We're going to have a great, great, great show today. Got a lot of shit to talk about. It's a very important time in the world at this moment, at this moment. So we got a lot of shit to talk about, and I am in a great, great mood. We're going to have an amazing show today.
0: I am in a very, very, very good mood.
1: Today's intro is an amazing, absolutely amazing song by an amazing group set of artists, not group, a set of artists. It is called FDT. And you already know what that means. It means fuck Donald Trump, if you did not understand that, um, by YG featuring Nipsey Hussle off the album, still brazy. And I just felt like, you know, with the election imminent, literally imminent, today is the 31st, the election is on November the 3rd. So that is three whole days away. I just felt like, man, (laughs) that is how I feel that is literally how I feel it is so it is such an important time right now it is such a uh it's like a um like you're gonna put this moment in a time capsule and remember it because all the turmoil that has happened in the year 2020 this is like gonna be the the culmination of it like every you know bad thing that has happened this year the election will be like the icing on the cake if you will or the cherry on the sundae if you will so that's where i'm at with it you know i really don't care about you know trying to be uh, uh uh what's the word i don't even know what the word is when you play both sides of the fence i'm not trying to do that because it's like i i see no point in it you know i'm not a person who is super super into politics because politics is really dirty but at this moment in time man i gotta let niggas know where i stand and fuck donald trump i hope that he can get the fuck out of here we're gonna talk about that a little bit later so man shout out to yg and nipsey Hussle for encapsulating my feelings um for for today's intro and for how i feel on this election now it's time for my favorite 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 Favorite, 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 favorite segment of the podcast. It is called Bronx Facts. For those of you guys who do not know, or maybe it's your first time listening to the show, Bronx Facts is the segment I like to do at the beginning of each show, just to give one fact about the Bronx, New York, that people may not know, that people may have never heard before, just to try and show how many great things, how many great ideas, and how many great people come from the Bronx, New York. So, without any further ado, your Bronx fact for today is located in the Northeast Bronx, Mind Builders Creative Arts Center provides quality music, dance, theater, voice, and martial arts classes for more than 700 students per year. In addition, Mind Builders offers two workshop programs for teens. They are The Positive Youth Troop Musical Theater Program and the Community Folk Culture Intern Research Program. Mind Builders is committed to maintaining both professional artistic standards and a nurturing, engaging environment that develops the whole student while impacting their approach to life. For more information on how to get involved with this program, you can visit mind-builders.org. That is your Bronx Fact for episode number
2: 39. Yes! yes. Damn son, where'd you find this?
1: All right, so we are getting right to the shits. Our top topic this week is of course, of course, of course. The two 2020 presidential election that is very very fast approaching again i'm recording this on october the 31st the election is november the 3rd 2020 tuesday november 3rd 2020 that is when the uh, general election will be held it is a very important time right now it's a very important moment in history right now 2020 as a whole, as a, as a, as a whole, yes, 2020 as a whole will be go down in history. It will go down in history unequivocally for reasons that you, you can't even begin to name all the reasons why 2020 will go down in history, COVID, social justice issues, the outcries for change. The outcries from reform, the people versus the police, the people against white supremacy, the outcries for change, the people who get murdered, black people who are murdered. And it's like primetime television. The NBA bubble, the, the stoppage of work in a lot of places, the fear the overwhelmed healthcare system, the economy, like there's so many things that 2020 as a whole will be remembered for. And I think that this election that is upcoming in the next three days will be the tipping point or the 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 cherry on the Sunday or the icing on the cake. Right? How will we decide to end this year? How will we decide to move forward? Um, How do we rise from the ashes like a phoenix? How do we continue to spread these messages of positivity, of equality? How do we continue to use our voices? You know, 2020, I swear, I'm like... I'm really proud of a lot of people in 2020, although this is a year that has brought much strife. I'm proud of the people in that they are sick and tired of being sick and tired. They're sick and tired of the status quo. They're sick and tired of the prevalent racism in all areas Including policing, including education, including health care, including civil engagement, including societal norms. Um, and they're activating themselves, right? The battery has been put in our backs. The shit that has been going on is not okay anymore. And people... Young people are uniting and fighting against tyranny and inequality. And that's amazing. People are using their social medias. People are organizing protests, organizing rallies, organizing demonstrations, spreading messages of positivity, of inclusivity. And that's amazing. And this is another way that we can continue in the march toward the goal of equality in all areas, right? Where we decide, do we just let the, the normal continue to be the normal, or do we change it and create a new normal? That's the beauty of the new generation. The new generation always comes with new ideas and new perspectives. The way that you lived literally 10 years ago, 2010, to now, 2020, is completely different. And in the grand scheme of of the world, 10 years is not a long time. But the beauty of the new generation, the beauty of new ideas, the beauty of new perspectives, is that what you Think is normal will not be normal anymore what you think will never change will change so for example 2010 let's just use it in 2010 i graduated from high school right in 2010 smartphones weren't the way that they were social media wasn't the way that it was Technology in terms of televisions, in terms of how we consume media wasn't the way it was. Vehicles weren't the way they were. Air travel wasn't the way it was. Connectivity wasn't the way it was. Speed in terms of internet wasn't the way it was. Like music wasn't the way it was. Things change so fast. And that's the beauty. Of new ideas, new perspectives. And in 2020, I can definitely say that the influx of people who want to be involved in social justice causes. In race relation causes in. Uh, um, in the fight toward equality is more than I've ever seen in my life. I wasn't alive for the Civil Rights era. Of course, I wasn't alive. I, I, I didn't see those things. I've heard stories. I've seen depictions. I've seen documentaries, etc. But I wasn't alive, so I didn't experience that. 2020, for the people that I know, people things that I see is a rallying cry for young people to get motivated, to get activated, and to get acclimated To this new way of thinking that the normal that we have been subjected to is not the normal that we will continue to live in. That we are going to create a new normal, that we are going to create a new way of thinking where people don't feel like they're less than, that they're not included, that their thoughts, opinions and feelings don't matter That because of the color of their skin that they're not equal in any way, shape, form, or fashion. That because of their sexual orientation that they are not equal in any way, shape, form, or fashion. That is beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. And I think that this is the point and the moment in time where we look at the current state of affairs and we say this is a step. That we can take to maybe change some shit. Maybe change some shit and keep this momentum going. You know, there's a lot of people out there who do not believe in the power of voting. You know, I, I've spoken about this ad nauseum. at nauseum. And the question that I have posed um, repeatedly is if you are a black person out there who believes that your vote your vote doesn't matter that the votes don't our votes do not count that the shit is already decided then why are there so many efforts to try and stop black people from voting i've asked that question for the last 10 weeks let's just ballpark it 10 weeks i've asked it nothing and that's not to say that people don't have their opinions or whatever or that people you know maybe they haven't heard the podcast and they have some things to say as it relates to it i'm not sure but the amount of people that will talk from the sideline will speak from distance who are quote-unquote internet gangsters as i like to say you know who pop a lot of shit you know because they're under the guise of anonymity. Right? I hate that. That's something I hate. If you can't say it to a nigga when they're in your face, then don't say it. Right? Don't say it. So I've posed that question and I've gotten no responses. That's not to say that people do not have responses. I'm just saying that I have not. And people listen to the show. People send me questions. People engage with me. When it comes to this topic, and I've said it repeatedly, no responses as it relates to that. Obviously, I'm certain that just because no one has responded doesn't mean that people still don't think that way and they don't have their own opinions, thoughts, and feelings. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you're a person out there who believes that, why do you believe it? Give me some game. Let me know what's popping. Maybe I'm not missing. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not on that frequency. Maybe I'm, you know, missing that. You know, missing that point. But I look at from when voting was. Voting rights, I should say, voting rights and the Voting Rights Act was enacted, how much resistance it was met with. Why would it be met with so much resistance if it doesn't matter? Why would marches on Selma and Montgomery be met with fire hoses, dogs, brutality from police? Why would lynch mobs be created? Why was the Ku Klux Klan created? Why is it in different states that they come up with new types of ways to stop people from voting? Um, defunding certain voting site places, uh, whether creating new laws that target a certain group of people, black people disproportionately. Why is that if it doesn't matter? It's easy to talk. It's easy to talk. Talking is the easiest thing to do. Right. But, you know, when you get your foot put to the fire, if you just talking, it's gonna we're gonna get it. We're gonna see it, right? If you just talking shit for the sake of talking shit, and someone challenges you, and you don't have nothing to refute it, then you're just talking for the sake of talking, right? That's just what I believe. You know, if you look at and you pay attention to what they think of black votes. You would understand that they understand that black votes are very important. And the best way to keep power structures the way that they are is to have black people not vote. That's just to me, that is as clear as the sky is blue. That is so clear. Black people are 13 percent of the United States population. But black people are over 80% of the prisons and penitentiaries. Black people statistically live in more inner cities, more low income environments, and more uh, poor socioeconomic conditions. Obviously, if your reality is, You don't have nothing. Your mom ain't had nothing, et cetera. Why would you want to vote? I understand that. But you don't think that's all a part of the plan, bro? And I'm not going to go super conspiracy on you. I'm not going to go super conspiracy on you. I'm not. But I just think that from where we have come from, from where we have come from, literally, the black history in America is slavery. Every black person who is existing now in 2020 is a descendant from a slave. That we need to understand our power in that we have been enslaved, we have been redlined. We have been segregated. We have been profiled. We have been attacked. We have been lynched. Dogs and fire hoses have been sicked on us. We have been stifled in uh, 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 corporate settings, in political settings, in socioeconomic environments and in socioeconomic settings, often racial profiled. Police, uh, over police in our environments? And yet and still, here we are. Yet and still, here we are. Do you think that any other set of people could handle what the black American has handled in the history of black people in America and still be here? I say all of that to say, they understand that. I say all of that to say is they know that. So. Obviously, to keep power structures the way that they are. They don't want to see change. They don't want people to wake up and understand their power. It behooves them more to keep people believing that, you know what? My shit fucked up and me going to a poll ain't going to do shit. That serves them more. But 2020 has done something positive. It has brought together the people who have been, quote unquote, forgotten. The people who want justice, the people who want equality. The people who have been slighted, who have been maligned, who have been tossed aside. And this is a moment where we can really show people in positions of power that at the end of the motherfucking day, the people will decide how they want their country to be run think about any successful entity what is it founded on the people amazon doesn't get to amazon levels if motherfuckers don't use it apple doesn't get to apple levels if motherfuckers don't buy iphones People do not get in office without being elected. Mercedes Benz can't charge an arm and a leg for a fucking car if motherfuckers won't buy it. It's literally, I think 2020 has shown that people have more power than they even thought that they fucking had. To where obviously people with monetary status or whatever wealth, generational wealth built on the blacks of slave labor, we already know the vibes, but that people in positions of power have known that for years, of course, but the people who have been slighted, maligned, and forgotten are saying, wait a minute. I've lived in this situation for my whole life. Everybody in this situation has lived this way their whole life. Why is that? Is that right? Is that fair? Is that equal? How is it that every time I go outside, there's a siren blaring coming after me? But when you go over here, there's nothing. Why is it that the high school I go to doesn't even have heat in the wintertime? But there's some dude in the Hamptons or wherever who has sitting on billions of dollars. Why is it that my look at my check and all these taxes are taken out, but I see no changes in my environment. Why is that? And we have gotten to a point where not only we realize that, but we are applying The changes that we want to see, we're doing things to affect the changes that we want to see, which is amazing. And I think on Tuesday, this is another step forward. I am not a person who is a fan of Donald Trump. I am not a person who supports anything he supports. I'm not a person who subscribes to the theory of white supremacy. I'm not someone who supports bigotry. I am not someone who supports racism. I am not someone who supports segregation. I am not someone who supports the belief that certain races are superior than others. And this is the time to show it. I'm all about actions. Some people ain't lyrically inclined to get a podcast and just talk for some time. Some people ain't. I'm. I'm with you. I understand. It's the same way I can't draw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Certain people ain't with the social media. Certain people ain't with talking. Certain people ain't with, you know, all that. I understand. That's a different part of the brain. But I tell you what. It ain't. It ain't got to take no artistic qualities. No special skills to go to a local polling site stand on the line and bubble in some shit that's elementary bro that is ella fucking mentry it ain't it ain't it don't take no rocket scientist to figure that out look around look around you don't got to be no classifications of smart because i don't even believe in that like (laughs) everyone's talent is different if you are able to fucking paint a fucking portrait, but you can't do math, what does that mean? You're not smart? No, it's just a different part of Whatever, I'm not trying to go down that rabbit hole. It don't take no brains to look around where you are in the world, wherever you are in the world, and say, man, shit ain't going right. Racists are more empowered because of they looking at their leader. The economy shit. Unemployment is high as fuck. And niggas don't niggas are blatantly telling me that they don't care about me, even though I'm a taxpayer. Let's change some shit. I don't take no brains in the world. I don't take. You ain't got to be no fucking rocket scientist. You ain't got to be no political scientist, bro, to look around, pay attention to what's happening, what these niggas is saying, how these niggas is acting, how these niggas is moving, and say, you know what, bro? This shit ain't right. So, guys, it is such a important time right now. Such an important time. Like, you ain't got to do nothing, but go to your local polling site and bubble some shit in. You know, fuck the line. I don't give a fuck about the line. I see niggas wait on lines for Jordans. (laughs) I've seen niggas wait on lines for fucking PlayStations, for Black Friday sales. I've seen niggas wait on lines. Technology has evolved to the point where you can take at home with you wherever you go. Watch a Netflix show. Listen to some music. Cut on this podcast. Hey, plug. But there is no excuse that I will accept for why a person did not go out and use their voice in this time, in this moment, at this moment in time. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear nothing. You got a phone, charge it, go to your local polling site, put it on your favorite playlist, watch a Netflix show or two, listen to a podcast. Do what you got to do to pass the time. I don't give a fuck how long the line is. I don't want to hear that shit. Oh, no, 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 no. Not right now. Not with the niggas that's in this bitch right now. Nah, bro. That shit is not acceptable. And what I will say is I there is record numbers of turnout. The early voting period has already started. It will end soon. And there has been record turnout because motherfuckers are activated. And I'm so proud. I'm so proud of that shit. I'm so proud of that shit. I'm so happy about that. Motherfuckers is activated. You out there, whoever you are listening to this. Activate yourself too. Because a closed mouth will never get fed. A closed mouth will never get fed. A closed mouth will never get fed. fed. This is a flashpoint moment in the world with the COVID With the white supremacists out here, with the blatant racism out here, with the police out here, with the income inequality out here, with the poor socioeconomic conditions out here, where we can say, enough's a motherfucking enough. Enough's a motherfucking enough. So you motherfuckers better go out and vote. Please go out and vote. Use your voice. Your voice is important. Your voice matters. You matter. Your vote matters. You are important. You can decide how shit goes. Because you are a citizen. You pay taxes and you are subjected to the law. That alone. If you do a crime, you will go to jail. If you work, (laughs) you will be taxed that is a and you are a citizen of this country that's enough they don't have to be no you don't have to have millions in the bank for your shit to matter no nigga if you work at motherfucking mcdonald's you pay taxes you pay motherfucking taxes so what you got to say matters facts we don't have to go all complicated or nothing motherfucker you pay taxes You pay taxes, you're a citizen, and if you do a crime, you will be subjected to the law. That's it. That's as simple as we can keep it. So you motherfuckers better go out and vote. I will be there at my local site, and I will wait on the line no matter how fucking long it is. Wear a fucking sweater and a hat. Put on your favorite Netflix show, and wait, because what you have to say is worth waiting for. How you feel is worth waiting for. And if you can wait for a pair of motherfucking Jordans, if you could wait for a great deal on a flat screen TV, if you could get in my DMs and tell me how much the Mets fucking suck. And why the fuck are you a Mets fan? Then you can go and. And wait on a motherfucking line at a polling place and let these niggas know how you feel. And that's how I feel. That's where I'm drawing it. That is where I'm drawing it. If you could wait for some Jordans. If you could wait for a TV. If you could wait for, you know, the newest Netflix show to drop. Then you could wait on a fucking line and let niggas know how you feeling. And that's where I want to leave it. I'm going to play you a great quote of not a quick quote a great video from tyler the creator who is a very popular musician about voting and about activating yourself um and that is that on that guys it is so important that we vote 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 a closed mouth will never get a closed mouth will never get fed a closed mouth will never get fed go get motherfucking fed on november 3rd and that's all i got
0: yo it's t look i know i'm the last person y'all should ever take advice from but I'm reiterating what everyone else is saying. And please, please, if you are young and your fucking back don't hurt, go to them polls and cast a fucking vote. And I didn't give a fuck about none of this shit. Just like a lot of y'all. This is actually going to be my first time voting. But I am on the other. I see the light. And a lot of y'all going to be like, eh, my vote doesn't matter. And they're going to pick who they want. Yeah, you weird ass nigga. Keep that up. Y'all was posting black squares and, and, and protesting from y'all phone and, and rights this and canceling everybody, nigga, pull up. Y'all want a new DA, pull up. Y'all, y'all want all these rights and shit to fucking pull up. The shit that I actually give a fuck about is, uh more art in schools and more music classes in schools and them changing the curriculum that they fuck that they've had the same curriculum for fuck since 1442 judging everybody on the same shit and i and i have female friends who who need certain things and i like being able to fuck on and marry whoever the fuck i want at any given moment and if we want to keep some of those options then we have to start somewhere And I'm not, I don't, I'm not a fucking encyclopedia on this shit, but I know one goddamn thing that if we want any of that, then y'all know what to do. Y'all niggas got to pull up. Actually go to the polls because some of that mail-in shit, niggas going to try to call fraud. So if you could go to the polls and I know them lines going to be long and it's going to be hot, but please do that. All right. It's hot as fuck. And this is like my third take of this video. And yes. Love.
1: Facts, 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 facts. Oh, man, guys, it is so important, man. It is so important. I know I'm beating you over the head with it, but like, dog, it is so fucking important, man. It's so important. It's so important. It's important in that. We want to leave a path for the next generation, right? The same way how, you know, the pioneers in social justice for black people starting with, let's say, Harriet Tubman, right? Transformed into leaders like MLK, Malcolm X, W.E.B. Du Bois, right? Marcus Garvey. Thurgood Marshall, you know how it evolved. We can do something that will impact the future, right? We could do something that will lay the path for the next generation, the next person, the next person in line, right? You look at it in in every field, there is a pioneer. Who blazes a trail for another pioneer who blazes a trail for another pioneer who blazes a trail? You can look at it in sports. You can look at it in music. You can look at it in entertainment. Jackie Robinson in baseball broke the color barrier. That paved the way for Barry Bonds. That paved the way for Ken Griffey Jr. That paved the way for Derek Jeter, Alex Rodriguez. Right? Um,. You know, Bill Russell in the NBA paved the way for Magic, paved the way for Michael Jordan, paved the way for Kobe Bryant, paved the way for LeBron James, right? And entertainment, you got amazing legends, Gladys Knight, Aretha Franklin, right? Nat King Cole, right? Paved the way, paved the way, you paved the way. So at this moment in time it is so important it is so important so important it is so important and um let's hope that we can um that we can make some shit happen man cuz i truly believe in the power of every person one person is powerful but when the people are united we're more powerful so you know um i'll leave it there for right now go out and motherfucking vote november 3rd 2020 november 3rd 2020 get to that motherfucking polling place wait on that line charge your phone charge your headphones Watch some Netflix. Watch some YouTube. Listen to some music. Do something to pass the time. But wait on that motherfucking line. Wear a sweater, because in New York it's getting a little chilly. Wear a sweater. Wear a hat. Wear a jacket. If you're in a hot state, bring a fan. Uh, uh fan yourself with something. Wear something comfortable. Bring a fucking chair if you have to. But make sure you stay on that line and you don't leave it. Until after you bubble your shit in, you put it in that machine and you get that sticker. It's very important. It's very, very important. Very, 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 very important. Very, 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 very important. Very important. Before we go any further in the show, I have a quick announcement. Quick, quick announcement. There will be no podcast next week. There will be no podcast recorded next week on Saturday, November the 7th. There will be no podcast recorded. I am taking a week off um, to celebrate my birthday. My birthday is next week. Um, So I just decided, Okay, given 39 straight weeks of work, I could take a week for my birthday um i will be back recording on november the 14th um i'm just taking one week off so i'm just letting you guys know there will be no pod on recorded on saturday november the 7th released november the 8th um so i just had to get that announcement out of the way Moving right along, you guys can follow me and hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at Rogers Neighborhood. Instagram is R-O-D-G-E-R-S, Neighborhood N-E-I-G-H-B-O-R-H-O-O-D. Twitter is Rogers Neighborhood, R-O-D-G-E-R-S, Neighborhood N-G-H-B-R-H-D. There are no vowels in Neighborhood on Twitter. And I'm saying it and repeating it for the one millionth time because I ask you guys weekly to sending comments, questions, concerns, feedback, constructive criticism, whatever you have for me. And you guys have not let me down. I truly, truly, truly appreciate all the love and all the support that I receive from y'all. So we're going to answer some of the questions that we have received here. The first one says, what happens in real life? but rarely gets portrayed in movies? That's a good question. That's a good question. So, you know, obviously like movies and TV is like, you know, it's it's based off real life scenarios or situations, but it's really fake. It's embellishments, it's over-exaggerations, it's hyperbole for entertainment purposes. Something that happens in movies and TV all the time is like characters will break glass, jump out of glass windows, break glass windows, punch glass, and nothing will happen to them. Damn, I learned not to fuck with glass very early. I'm going to tell you a story. I was like, let's say, 11 years old. And it was the summertime. And a bunch of kids in the neighborhood um, were just outside. You know how you play. So we had, they said, alright, let's race. So we're going to race from one end of the block to a friend's house. And, you know, the last one in is whatever. You know, you lose a bet or something like that. You know how kids play. So, Obviously, I was never the fastest kid. I was never like, you know, the most athletic kid. So I said, damn it, I'm not losing this race. I was determined not to lose. So the race starts and I'm running as hard as I could. I knew I wasn't going to be first, but I damn sure wasn't going to be last. So let's say out of 10 kids, I was maybe I came in fourth place, which is pretty damn good for me, especially. So, when we get to my friend's house, he had a door, a glass, uh, not a glass door. He was a, it was a door with a glass, small glass window panes, right? So, the people who had gotten there first opened his door, went inside and closed it. So, I'm like, God damn it, I did not just run this whole fucking distance, ran my ass off too, for y'all motherfuckers to close this shit on me. Hell no, right? So I bang on the glass window pane, one one square, one small square of the glass window pane. Like nigga, open this motherfucking door. The glass shatters. Right, my hand goes right through the window. It shatters. I look at my pinky on my right hand. My shit is gashed, bro. Gashed. You can see all the way to my bone on my fucking pinky. That glass fucked my hand up. And I'm like in shock. Like, you know, when something really traumatic happens. You don't even know what to do. So I'm staring at it because I can see the bone in my motherfucking pinky. So they take me to the hospital. They can't even give me anesthesia. I have to sit there in a chair and watch a doctor take one of the biggest needles I've ever seen in my life. Jam that shit into my pinky to numb it. And they had to stitch my shit closed. It took like eight stitches to close it not like it's not it's not halal it's not good so when i see these movie james bond and fucking you know action heroes and shit just be jumping out of glass windows or punching glass i'll be like nigga what the fuck is this bullshit because that how you did that and you can get no cuts glass is so fucking sharp So, yeah, that's 100% bullshit that happens in TV and in movies. Don't fuck with Glass. Glass gonna fuck you up. The next one says, what is a movie that you can watch over and over and over again and never get tired of? Well, obviously, if you guys heard some of the earlier episodes, number one is Pulp Fiction. That is my favorite, 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 favorite movie ever, favorite, ever, ever. Pulp Fiction is... One of my favorite, no, not one of my, my favorite movie ever. And I can literally watch that shit all the time. So not, I'm not going to say Pulp Fiction because I already answered that kind of before. A movie that I can watch, well, maybe two that I can watch all the time and never get tired of is one, The 40-Year-Old Virgin and two, Super Bad. Those are two of the funniest fucking movies ever. The 40-Year-Old Virgin was with uh, Steve Carell. And in the movie, he was a character named Andy. And he was a 40-year-old man who had never had sex. So he revealed it to uh, some coworkers and colleagues. And the whole movie is, you know, him, them trying to get him to have sex, you know, with women. And, like, he has difficult encounters. He has horrible experiences at, like, speed dating and all that shit. And it's a really hilarious movie. Steve Carell, Seth Rogen. Uh Paul Rudd, Jane Lynch is in it, Kevin Hart was in it. Um, who else is in it? Uh I can't remember maybe some of the other characters, the main characters, but hilarious, hilarious movie. Hilarious movie. And Super Bad is with Jonah Hill. And Jonah Hill was in the 40 year old version too. Super bad is with Jonah Hill, Michael Sarah, and there are the high school kids who um wanna go to the party and they're trying to buy alcohol and shit. It's Two of the funniest movies ever Super Bad and the Pope and um, Pope and Super Bad and the 40 year old virgin. I could watch those shits anytime that they're on because they're super, super funny, super hilarious. One, two of the best ever, in my opinion. Like, I could just if it comes on HBO or some shit, I will sit and watch it. Shout out to that. And the last one says, (laughs) What are you going to be for Halloween? Um, well. I was taught from an early age that there's nothing wrong with just being yourself. Move this man! Get
2: the
0: fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of
1: In all honesty, like I'm not doing anything. Um, I'm not dressing up as anything for Halloween. I fuck with Halloween, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to be myself there's nothing wrong with who I am. I am Denzel and that is who I'm going to be for Halloween and for every other day. Yeah, so I'm not doing anything for Halloween. I'm not, you know, going crazy. But um, speaking of Halloween though, because it is Halloween when I'm recording this, I want to play, I have to play and I know it's usually, it's better with the video as a video, but you know, this is an audio only platform, but this is one of the funniest Halloween videos ever, and you guys on Twitter or you guys on Instagram have definitely seen this. It's the it's the little black kid who's dressed up as Michael Myers from Halloween, but he's wearing a grandma wig, and the person recorded him is saying he doesn't look like Michael Myers. He looks like Mikael Myers. It is the funniest shit ever. It is so fucking funny. It's so funny to me. So, I'm playing the audio clip of it. If I know you guys have seen it before. Just try to visualize it. Um, because, you know, this is obviously just the audio. But this is really, like, it's, I swear, I love this shit. I see it every time Halloween comes around. Shout out to this these people, this little kid and this lady who was recording them. <laughs> this is really one of the funniest shits ever.
0: You walking too fast. I didn't see, never seen Uncle do that. And I never seen him with that wig. But... It's cool. So you... <laughs> Javen, you know, you want to... Why you want to wear the wig? You like a Mikael Myers. Mikael? Yes. That's not, that's not Michael. That's Mikael, Mi- that that's Mikael Myers. <laughs> that's like Grandma Myers.
1: I love that shit.
0: Mikael
1: Myers. <laughs> I love that shit, man. But you guys have a great time for Halloween. Be safe. But have a great time. It's a great holiday. It's a lot of fun. Um, And thank you. Thank you. Thank you again, guys, for the questions. I truly, truly appreciate y'all. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. I appreciate that you guys fuck with me. I appreciate you guys Give a fuck of what I have to say I appreciate that you guys want to hear stories about my life and shit I appreciate all you guys man And, I, and I'm truly blessed and i truly blessed I feel so blessed and I'm truly thankful Just to be able to do this shit You know what I'm saying Just to be able to do this shit um, You know it, It's just so great Like when I just think about it I open inbox Niggas ask questions You know what I'm saying Niggas listen to this This is it's like It's so great And I'm just so thankful for it So Thank you. Thank you again to everyone who sends in questions, comments, feedback, anything that you have for me. I truly, truly appreciate it. And I look forward to answering more and more and more and more and more of you guys' questions. Oh, man, we're running. Oof, damn, I've been running my mouth. <laughs> damn, we're about 53 minutes in. I ain't talk about, <laughs> I ain't really talking about nothing. All right. Well, you know what? Let's just do our NFL predictions. Um... And because I'm not potting next week, um, I'm gonna do the two. I'm gonna do two weeks in a row. So because I won't be potting on November the seventh, um, I'm just gonna do this week, which is week eight, and I'll do week nine as well. Last week, um, two things. I had a good record, but I did not pick the Thursday night football game for week eight, which was the Carolina Panthers against the Atlanta Falcons. But I gave myself that a loss because i was gonna pick the carolina panthers to win anyway and um they did that the falcons won so i would have gave my i give myself that loss anyway for thursday night football but my record from last week was pretty darn good i'm back on my winning ways 10 and 4 baby 10 and 4 baby Um, my overall record for the year let's check what we got here i am 66 38 and 1 now, I'm not no betting man, and I always tell you guys don't bet on my picks, but God damn it, I can pick some football now. I could pick me some football now. So, without any further ado, let's just run down the games. I'm going to do week eight's games and week nine's games because I won't be potted next week. First game, Pittsburgh Steelers against the Baltimore Ravens. This is going to be one of the better games of the week, in my opinion. Um, last week, the Steelers... Had a nail biter win against the Tennessee Titans. It was a great, great, great game. A great game. Um, it was. It was really. It was, it was a good test. It was a good test, in my opinion, for the team. You know, sometimes teams get big inflated records, undefeated records, because they ain't play nobody. But the Tennessee Titans are a very good team, and the Steelers played very well. This is another test against Baltimore and Lamar Jackson and the crew. Pittsburgh Steelers to win. Let's go, Pittsburgh. This would be a fantastic win. A fantastic win for the Steelers. To beat Tennessee and to beat Baltimore in back-to-back weeks, I think that would be amazing. Next game, Indianapolis Colts, Detroit Lions. Uh, dang, I don't know how to it. I don't know. You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm going to choose the Detroit Lions to win. My guy, Anthony Miller, is going to be upset with me. Uh, because he's a Colts fan, and I usually pick against the Colts. <laughs> I've seen that I've picked against the Colts quite a few times. Um, but I'm going to choose the Lions, man. Coming off that great win they had last week, late drive and everything, I think they carry that momentum on. And they're playing at home. I'm, I'll take, I'll take the Detroit Lions to win that game. Next game, this is week eight. Next game, uh, Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings. Green Bay Packers. That's easy for me. Next game. Uh, New England Patriots and the Buffalo Bills. Now this is a a very important game for New England and also very important game for Buffalo because Buffalo's, you know, been going through a little bit of a struggle. They started off really fast, but now they're kind of regressing. And New England, god damn it. They got blown out 33 to 6 by the uh, San Francisco 49ers and Cam Newton looked horrid. He looked horrid horrid so this is a very 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 important game and even if the Patriots don't win I think this is more important for Cam because remember Cam is only on a one-year contract so you know we don't I don't want personally to see Cam you know out of the league because I think he's still a very good a very very good player and I would hate that recent events injuries and what have you you know block his chances to further compete in the nfl and i feel like you know the patriots took a flyer on was a low risk one year one million dollar contract you know i'm saying they have nothing to lose but cam has everything to lose so i really hope even if they don't win that cam just plays well i hope that he plays well but uh with all that being said i'm gonna take the buffalo bills to win i just think that they're a better team next game tennessee titans cincinnati Bengals. i will take the tennessee titans to win um i just think that they're a better team than cincinnati cincinnati is in a lot of games um you know they compete hard joe Barrow is definitely a very good quarterback early you can see it yeah he has a bright future but you know right now they're not built for success they're, they're just trying to see what they have so i'll take the tennessee titans to win Next game, Las Vegas Raiders, Cleveland Browns. Oh, man, man. <sighs> Shout out to my guy, Odell Beckham Jr. Scorpio game. I'm so sorry to, that I had to see that. The tore his ACL last week. Out for the season. It sucks, man. It sucks. And honestly, it just sucks. Like, because he's such a talented player. And people love to, like, make it seem like he's just... The worst guy in the world. But he just he's so passionate, he's so competitive, he wants to win so bad. You could tell losing hurts him. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you always hear that in, with athletes. He hates to lose, he hates to lose, but he is one of the people where you can see how much losing just fucks with his mind. He hates losing. And he plays so fucking hard, man. I'm such a big fan of him. I'm a really big fan of Odell, and um, he tore his ACL last week, out for the year. I hear people, too, talking shit like, oh, well, Baker Mayfield's going to be even better without Odell. Like, fuck out of here. I hate how we can just, like, make excuses for people that we want to root for. Like, it's so popular to hate Odell that him getting hurt, no one even talks about how he's hurt. They talk about how, oh, now his quarterback is going to be better fam if you can't get the ball to Odell fucking Beckham Jr. then you're not a good quarterback like <laughs> if you if you literally are looking at number 13 one of the most talented explosive special players in the history of the motherfucking NFL and you can't get him the ball you're not a good quarterback I hate that that has become the narrative oh well you know now that Odell is not there Baker Mayfield's actually gonna play better nigga if you what? Are you shitting me? Anyway. Prayers, love, and condolences to Odell Beckham Jr. I wish you a speedy recovery. I hope that you can come back better than ever. And I hope that you can get the fuck out of Cleveland. They don't deserve you over there, man. They don't deserve you. With all that being said, I'll take the Raiders to win. I'll take the Raiders to win. Next game, New York Jets, Kansas City Chiefs. Psh, that's easy. Kansas City Chiefs and Le'Veon Bells returning to the Jets. I expect him to have 150 yards rushing and at least two touchdowns. They're going to make sure Le'Veon Bell fucks the Jets up. Like, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. At least one touchdown. They're going to make sure that Le'Veon scores one touchdown against the former team. I'll take the Kansas City Chiefs going away. Blowout. Next game, Los Angeles Rams and the Miami Dolphins. I will take... The Los Angeles Rams to win. Um, Tua Tagovailoa is going to start his first game ever. I think that he's a good player, but you know, obviously he's a rookie. You know, this is his first look, and the Rams have Aaron Motherfucking Donald <laughs> and Jalen Ramsey. Oh, they're they're not going to treat that rookie well. So I'll take the Rams to win. Next game, Los Angeles Chargers and the Denver Broncos. I'll take the Chargers. Uh, Justin Herbert looks. Fantastic! And again, shout out to my guy Tyrod Taylor. They did you dirty, but uh, you know I guess that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And Justin Herbert's playing well. Um, next game: New Orleans St. Chicago Bears. Michael Thomas is not going to play again. And I have to say it: I hope that this goes through. I have finally traded Michael Thomas. Shout out to my guy Jason for taking him off of my hands. I had to cut my. I had to cut my losses. I had to. I had to. Goodbye, Michael Thomas. I used my first pick in the first round on Michael (laughs) time hasn't done shit. So shout out to Jason for taking him off my hands. I hope that trade (laughs) goes through and they don't veto my shit. I'm gonna be tight. Um, I picked against the Saints last week and they won. All right, I'll take the Saints. I'll take the Saints to beat the Bears, even though they're playing. Damn, they're playing in Chicago, though, and it's getting cold. You know what? No, I'm flip flopping. I'm flip flopping. I'm going to take the Chicago Bears. To beat the Saints and this is a very important game this is gonna be a good game too I think that the Chicago Bears defense is gonna impose their will they're playing in the cold and I think that the Chicago Bears will do just enough to get this win that's what I think next game San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks Um, Seattle coming off of that, that game last that Sunday was amazing Arizona against Seattle um and uh, you know the Cardinals were able to win in overtime, but Seattle would have won if it wasn't for a bad penalty. Um but I'm gonna take Seattle. I, I mean I can't bet against Russell Wilson. I can't I can't. Russell Wilson is cooking bro. he's cooking like Bobby Flay. He's playing ho- amazing. He's playing amazing out of his mind. DK Metcalf is a fucking beast. Tyler Lockett is a beast. I got to take the Seahawks. Um, next game, Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know why this game is going to be played in the primetime 8 o'clock slot. Because Dallas is horrid. Horrid. And they're going to be starting uh, a rookie named Ben DiNucci. If Andy Dalton, because Andy Dalton got rocked last week. It was an illegal hit by a Washington linebacker. He got hit right in his fucking head. It, was, it looked nasty. And he had a concussion. So... If he cannot recover in time, um, the 40, the Cowboys will start a rookie named Ben DiNucci. And I don't think that that's going to work out well. So <laughs> I will take the Philadelphia Eagles to win that game. That should be a 1 o'clock game. And they should have put the Seahawks and the 49ers at 8 o'clock. But whatever. And Monday Night Football is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New York Giants. I will take Tampa week 9. Uh, Thursday Night Football starts with Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. That's going to be a good game. That's going to be a good game. I'm taking my guy Aaron Rodgers. a A-A a Um, Weeks 9 Sunday games. Denver Broncos, Atlanta Falcons. I will take... I will take the Atlanta Falcons. I, some, you know I just can't quit them. I swear I can't quit them. Um, next after that is Seattle Seahawks, Buffalo Bills. I will take the Seahawks. Baltimore Ravens, Indianapolis Colts. I will take the Colts (laughs) because fuck the Ravens. Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars. I will take the Houston Texans. Fuck Bill O'Brien. Carolina Panthers, Kansas City Chiefs. I will take the Chiefs. Detroit Lions, Minnesota Vikings. I will take the Detroit Lions again. Chicago Bears, Tennessee Titans. I will take the Tennessee Titans. New York Giants and the Washington football team. Ugh. That's ugly I will take the Washington football team to win that Las Vegas Raiders Against the Los Angeles Chargers I will take the Raiders I'll take the Raiders in that Home upset I'll take the Raiders Uh, Miami Dolphins Arizona Cardinals That would be to a second start Barring injury Uh, I'll take the Arizona Cardinals to win that And uh, Pittsburgh Steelers Dallas Cowboys Pittsburgh Gang gang New Orleans Saints Tampa Bay Buccaneers the rematch of week one I will take Tampa to win that Monday Night Football for that week will be New York Jets against the New England Patriots I will take the Patriots no matter who is playing quarterback against the Jets and to get a week's uh, head start of week 10 because I will record I'll be back recording on November the 14th it is the Indianapolis Colts against the Tennessee Titans and I will take the Tennessee Titans we will see. This probably will tank my record. Two weeks betting in a row without knowing, like, injuries and all that shit, but hey, whatever. That's what happens when you take a week off, so uh, I must say it and I will say it again and I will say it again and I will say it again and I will say it again. I understand my record is as such, but if you are a betting person, please, I encourage you not to bet with my picks because if you lose money, Denzel will not help you recoup Denzel will not help you recoup okay so please be prudent with <laughs> with uh, your your bets betting is fun but don't say oh Denzel told me to bet this game so I bet it and then you lose a whole bunch of money because that ain't my problem I tell you that and uh that's what I got for the NFL and that guys will wrap it Episode number 39 of the Bronx Buyers Podcast is in the books. I am your host once again. My name is Den Zell. Have a great, great holiday today, guys. Enjoy it, but be safe out there. Um, please, guys, it's a very, very important moment in history. Go out and vote. Your vote matters, your voice matters, you matter, and you owe it to yourself to let these motherfuckers know how you feel. You owe it to the future generation to pave the way for them so they feel empowered in their voices. You owe it to the pioneers of the past, the trailblazers of civil rights, to go and exercise the right that they fought and some died for. It's so important. It is so important, guys. Please go out there and vote. Regardless of what happens in the election, we're gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? I would um, hope and pray that Donald Trump does not get reelected. If he does, though, we will make it because we are so strong and we are stronger when we are united. So win or lose, as long as we keep this unity that we have found in 2020 come coming together to fight injustice, we're going to make it like Jada and Stiles P said. So go out and vote, Guys. Please use this right. Um, don't take it for granted. And let these motherfuckers know how you feel. A closed mouth will never get fed. So on Tuesday, November 3rd, go out and get motherfucking fed. Um, have a great week. I'll see. Uh, have a great two weeks. Because I will, again, I'm not potting. I'm not recording. Next Saturday, November the 7th, I'm celebrating my birthday that weekend. Um. And I'll be back, but I'll be back better than ever, too. So don't don't miss me too much. There's 39 episodes now catalog. If you miss me, just just re, uh, replay one of the, one of the old joints, one of the old joints. Um, And uh, I'm going to fade you out with a great, great, great song, a great song. This is one of my favorite songs ever. One of my favorite songs ever. r and This is called Cranes in the Sky by Solange off of the album A Seat at the Table. And this has been the Bronx Bias Podcast, episode number 39. I will see you guys on November the 14th. We are out.
2: It's like grains in the sky. Sometimes I don't want to feel those little I try to run it away. Thought in my head, be feeling clearer. I travel seven these days. Thought moving around, make me feel better. I tried to let go, my lover. Thought if I was alone, then maybe I could recover. To write it away, I'll cry it away. Don't you cry, baby.